so I think there are many different aspects to spiritual belief and religious practice. Although there are many spiritual practitioners that are, uh, I guess you considered Western mystics, but they have many Eastern practices that they assimilate within their practice that makes them stand alone. Like Franz Barden, for instance. Uh, he's a Western mystic that is a Catholic, a devout Catholic. And although that the many different aspects of the Bible say not to practice magic, how it is evil and all of those things like that, uh, he divulges in initiation into hermetics how important um, that type of self-initiation and gratification is because it's not doing it for yourself it's being able to accentuate the aspects of yourself that can help other people once you heal those specific parts of yourself so although other people may perceive it as you're basically getting initiated into a cult and you're basically telling yourself a bunch of things that aren't true because that is the Catholic that is the Catholic religion. That is the the stigma surrounding around Catholicism. Everybody else wants to tell somebody what they are and aren't capable of. When, if, say per se, Jesus was born again, and they were to come into contact with that person, they would tell that person that they were crazy and that Jesus is going to come back and when he does come back he's going to prove that that person is satanic or evil or all of these different things but everybody has the same potential to do essentially what quote-unquote jesus himself has done uh, i think that there's so many preconceived notions out there where eastern mysticism is thrown under the rug because of the colonization of western mysticism itself there's many Western mystics, uh, whether they're the leader of the Hermetic Order or whether they're just a Western mystic that has been doing this for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Uh, I think that they're all wrong because I've studied Eastern mysticism. I've done comparative studies on many different religions. And when I was told, being raised Christian, that everything else was evil, I wanted to know why it was evil. I wanted to know everything about it until I could come to my own conclusions whether or not it was inherently evil or not. And what I found was not only a substantial amount of similarities, but also a gross amount of inconsistencies within not only the Catholic religion, but all other religions that were trying to denote the same exact aspect that other people could not actually transcribe in a way that they could translate it in a way that other people would be able to understand it and that is where i essentially came in is because i don't want to word things and fancy words that nobody was is going to be able to understand like if you don't understand something that i say uh you can sound it out and be able to transcribe it that way but with a lot of um scholarly works per se uh, you're not going to be able to do the exact same thing and with many posts that you find popularized on Instagram, things of that nature, you're not going to find the same exact substance 
that I'm trying to provide to people for free. You know, like, I'm not making any money off of doing this podcast. I'm not making any money off of having an Instagram. Yeah, sure, I promote books from time to time. Things that I've read, things that I've heard good things about and that I came into possession of. Selling for a lot less than you'd see on their sticker price. That's mainly because I care about the education of people. And I don't agree in the Western education system. There is Waldorf schools, like it's a low-key Rosicrucian mystery school. Um, They're very good. A lot of them that aren't in the specific locations are considered uh, Catholic schools. It's Rudolf Steiner School. Um, It's a lovely organization, but at the same time, I still feel like uh, there shouldn't be a sorority or a fraternity that is running things other than something that is able to self-govern beyond what they perceive as male or female. I think um, what you learn is based on who you are and um, regardless of gender or gender fluidity. I don't really agree with gender fluidity because there's only X and X chromosomes and XY chromosomes. There is really no arguing that. There's genetic mutations that happen once, like one every 10,000, basically like one every 10,000 years. But um, I think that it beyonds mo- it's beyond more than that. And it is so much farther beyond what the preconceived notions of it exactly are that I don't even expect anybody else to understand this. Like, I really don't. I can look at it and appreciate for what it is and know that the symbolism behind what it appears to, what it appears to be exactly is something that maybe nobody else is ever going to understand. And that's fine. There's a lot of things like that in this world. Like, I don't care if you're gay, you're lesbian, you're straight, you're bisexual. I, I don't care. As long as you don't lie to me and then tell me that you're one thing and then you're actually another. Unless you feel like you're pansexual and you're like, oh, you're a male one day and then you're a female the next. I don't care. As long as you are upfront with me and honest. Because otherwise it seems misleading and it seems like you're trying, you're trying to mess with me. Or you're trying to mess with other people and try and play on their emotions just so then you can drive off of their, their different reactions. And I think that is... Oh, I don't really think. I know that it is sociopathic narcissism. And where a narcissist is trying to like feed off of the emotions of other people. So they're trying to manipulate them in ways until they can find out what their limits are. And then they can, they can push those to the limits until they can break them or confuse them. And put them in a state of um, dysphoria rather than euphoria. You know, this, this gross state of misunderstanding and confusion and trauma and this is why I don't think that it should be put into elementary schools and why it shouldn't be put into high schools there's so many different aspects of this that are just so disgusting in so many ways and how they're trying to literally take something that was not only a preconceived notion with all of these parents heads but also something that has been proven shown that trauma ends up bringing a predatory type mind state whether they're um, compartmentalized or subpartmentalized 
I, f I forget which one it is actually right now. Um, uh, compartmentalize, I believe it is. They're not going to be able to come back from it because they identify as somebody completely and totally brand new. There's uh, a series on Netflix called Unbelievable, and there's another series on Netflix called The Ghosts of Highway 20. And both of them are showing how these people were affected after they were victimized by somebody that is um, a sociopathic narcissist. And they don't think about anybody but, their, but themselves and they want to victimize other people to be able to just perpetuate this thought in their head that they are something much more than they truly are. Just because of the things that they're able to do rather than the things that they're able to accomplish or the people that they're able to help or things that are actually substantial. Um, so I see these people as a direct enemy to the greater good and the movement of all mankind moving forward so we can actually progress as human beings instead of all of these degenerates that are holding the human race back and even the race that we don't even really realize that we are with a five-strand DNA with 12-strand capabilities, we could potentially be anything. Most people don't even really even want to realize that we could potentially be anything. We could be so much more than this and nobody would ever know. We could literally be our perfected form right now and only we see the five dimensions, not even the 12. And it's dangerous. It is a dangerous thought pattern to have a dangerous terminology to even say because of the creationary theory and the evolutionary theory all of these the outer Africa theory all of these made up theories by Charles Darwin amongst many other people just trying to come to terms with how we could even have evolved up into this stage not understanding cellular biology, not understanding physiology, not understanding DNA, the way that frequency works, harmonized frequency, the way that energy works, how the way energy transcribes through everything and how our energy influences our cellular structure and our cellular structure advances our atomic structure. As below, so above. As it was said originally, rather than as above, so below. Understanding the microcosm in order to influence the macrocosm and understanding that both are one and the same. They both live in unison within each other and there's no differential between one or the other. But everybody has that thin line between fiction and fact, reality and surrealism. And one day, someday, down that line somebody is going to be able to say hey you're wrong 